Blog Talk Radio. Reconnect My Heart podcast, the show that we talk about life's problems that may break or tear hearts apart. On Reconnect My Heart, we'll discuss God's answers to life's problems to reconnect our hearts back to the way he originally made us. I'm your host, Brother Prater. I'm so glad you are able to join us. If you have any questions, comments, or if you just want to listen to the show, feel free to call us at 516-453- Nine one one eight. That's five one six four five three nine one one eight. Or you can listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash reconnect my heart. Or you can go to our chat room, which is available. Matter of fact, it's pulling up. Probably be read in about 13, 12, 9 seconds right now. It's available. It's available right now on our website where you can send your prayer requests, your questions, or comments. I would like to say a huge hello, hello, hello to my church family, true believers, 
Tabernacle Church, where our senior pastor is Pastor Otis Mogan. If you're ever in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, feel free to come and worship with us. We are at 4204 Cardinal Drive, Dallas, Texas, 75216. Once again, I want to thank each and every one who are tuning in, and thank you, thank you, thank you for your continued prayers and support. Today, kind of a little different. Today, we are about to celebrate Christmas. And a lot of times, this is the time where we forget about the main thing. The main thing is we're setting aside the time to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And unfortunately, a lot of times people get into the materialistic or even the commercialized season, and they they fail to keep focus on the reason why we're celebrating, the reason why that we may have these days off, these extended days off, is not because of some... Uh, Getting the black was it the Black Friday or trying to uh, get some days off for you us to go on vacation or whatever. But the main reason and the only reason why this holiday or this season or time exists is because we're setting aside the time to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So. As many people, they may be expecting gifts, expecting uh, presents from their significant other, friends, or family. But what we want to do, we want to really focus on what are we truly expecting and did we receive what we expected. That's through celebrating and acknowledging our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So on today, as we about to celebrate Christmas, we want to talk about expectation and much more in the episode called, What Are You Expecting? What are you expecting? Now, unfortunately, right now, I'm kind of, my, my um, microphone, I was trying to, fix everything. I had some complications earlier, so just in case the quality may not be as good as desired, I wanted to apologize in advance, but thank God for a ram in the bush. So right now, um, I am being able to be mobile by moving and everything, but I'm on the phone. So I just want you all to know that um, no matter how, the devil may try to stop or the devil may try to hinder Thanking God that God always provides a ram in the bush. So, with that being said, with expectation, one of the things that we have to realize when it comes down to the holiday season, like I said, there are many people that are expecting gifts, they desire gifts, and especially, uh, I know when I was dating or when those people who are dating are 
marriage, um, they expect a gift or some type of acknowledgement from their significant other, those that they love. They expect some type of acknowledgement. And if they don't get it, then there's going to be some problem. <laughs> look, they're going to have to answer up. They're going to have to answer up and say, hey, look here, um, why you don't have anything for me? Or sometimes we may look at what we receive. That is the importance of who we are to them. And unfortunately, many people, they'll end up going in debt to try to, quote, unquote, prove their affection, their love to people from a monetary standpoint, buying these sometimes expensive gifts or buying gifts or buying things that is beyond their means. So I want to tell you all, first and foremost, if you so happen to be purchasing gifts, if you if you have already finished your uh, holiday shopping, then good. Maybe apply this on next year. But if you're still doing some holiday shopping, don't go into debt. Don't go breaking your neck financially or stressing yourself out trying to provide when it's beyond your means. I do want to say that. But in the midst of us desiring some type of uh, gift or some type of acknowledgement during this holiday season, we have to remember that the most important thing and the most important gift we have already received if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. That's the best gift that you can ever receive. Number one, the gift of salvation. Also, being able to not just being uh, delivered from the penalty of sin, but also even from the power of sin or the influence of sin because of the birth of Jesus Christ and also him being born, he was born for one purpose, and that was to rescue humanity. So because of his birth, his birth set in motion that he had in this life, and that was to rescue us. So he was born, and ultimately, after he was born, he fulfilled the purpose and plan that the Father had for him in his life, and he gave up his life in exchange for ours. So because of him rising up, <clears throat> and he rose up with all power in his hand, and now he sits on the right hand of the Father, and he's interceding for us, and he already he already did everything for us. And so when we look at it, even the Father, even in the in the word of God, it already told us that he has already given us everything pertaining to life and godliness. Life and godliness pertaining to eternal life. He has provided eternal life for us if we have accepted him as our personal savior in our life. And godliness, which means godly living. So with all that being said, that's the greatest gift that we can have in everything else is just a byproduct. Thing else is just, if you want to say, just a side dish or a sidebar 
pertaining to ultimately what we have received from accepting Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. So because of our expectation, many times there are many people, they live this life, and it's like they have no expectation of anything. It's like they're not living, they're just existing. It's almost like going to the hospital and seeing somebody on a breathing machine. Sometimes there are some people, even if you want to say in some point of our life, we might have felt the same way. We might have been in the same condition where we were not really living. We were just existing. We were just here. And when you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you're just existing. But also, even in accepting him into your life, if you had not accepted the application of his word into your life, you're not really receiving the gifts or the benefits of receiving the gift of Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. See, he has already given us life and has given it more abundantly. He he desired us to live a better quality of life than what we lived. And unfortunately, even though there may like I said, there are some who are saved, but they're not delivered from some things in their life or they're not delivered from even the biggest enemy in the ain't the devil. The biggest enemy is sometimes ourselves. Sometimes we're the one that's in our own way of receiving that blessing or receiving the abundant life that God has for us. And sometimes we have allowed situations of the past or even regardless if the situation was from somebody else or even of ourselves. Sometimes we have allowed ourselves to really miss what God has for us in our life, and we live our life with no expectations. And sometimes even when we talk to God, when we pray, sometimes we just talk, but do we really believe that he's going to move for us if we're going to be able to really just talk to him and pray? Are we really expecting for him to move? If we ask him to move There's so many people They pray and then it's like They get shocked When God moves or when God Answers their prayers In other words Are you expecting God To show himself strong or to Reveal himself when you Ask him to That's something that It it, it sounds simple but there are, I kid you not, there are people that really feel that God will move for everybody else but them. There are so many people, they get excited to see God move in other people's life, but they feel that God can't move in their own life. Like I said, they have no expectations pertaining to God. And moving in their own life With that being said When we Wake up On The 25th Christmas day 
we already know that there are many kids, they look forward to waking up and open up gifts. Some kids get so excited that they will not sleep the night before. Some of them will even plea bargain on Christmas Eve. Some of them will even plea bargain with their parents. Ma, when it hit 12 o'clock, can I open up my gifts? And the parents say, no, no. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll let you open one gift. So that parent allowed them to open up that one gift, but they'll go to bed. But when they go to bed, they're not sleeping because they're anticipating opening up their gifts when they get up in the morning. And sometimes they'll even get up early. They get up as if they they going to school. <laughs> or a matter of fact, they're going to work. But they'll get up early. Why? Because not only they want to open up their gifts, but the most important thing is they're anticipating. They're anticipating a lot of times what they have asked or desired from their parents for Christmas. So if children can have that kind of expectation from their parent on Christmas Day, what about us pertaining to our Heavenly Father? Every day, are we really believing that God is going to move in our life? Are we living a life of expectation? Now, get this. We're not just talking about a one-sided relationship. We know that we want God to move and answer our prayers. We're expecting God to move in our life. But how about asking ourselves this? Is God expecting us to move in our life for him? The answer is yes. <laughs> in other words, you have to be reciprocated. In other words, there's no one-sided relationship. God is not a sugar daddy. God is not someone that we can pimp or use. We have a relationship, or we should have a relationship with God the Father. And through Jesus Christ. Now, when you love someone or when you're in a relationship with someone, you're going to look out for their best interest. In other words, you mean them no harm. You do things out of love. And at the same way that we have that kind of mindset towards our significant other, even our children, and also, even our parents. What about our Heavenly Father? How about we look at our relationship and we just we just examine if God was like us, if God was like us, where we do, we, we receive from him, we receive from him, but or let's just say like this, what if we were in God's shoes? And God were in our shoes. Would would God be disappointed, or would we be disappointed in what we would receive from Him, pertaining to He would do so much for us. He love us. He forgive us. But yet and still, how many times have we disappointed Him? How many times have we deliberately let Him down? So knowing that He forgave us, he loves us, he gave us many chances to get it right because of his grace and his mercy. 
he still sometimes sometimes it's like a child. Sometimes even when we not even when we have not behaved the way that we supposed to. Sometimes our parents will still give us a birthday gift or even a birthday party. Think about that. A birthday party, not just a gift, but even a birthday party, knowing that we didn't deserve one, we should have been on punishment. Even when we may have gotten bad grades in school, but still, at the end of the week, we still get our allowance. Not because of what we've done, but because of who we are. In the same way, we have to look at pertaining to our relationship with God. He loves us in spite of our shortcomings, in spite of our stubbornness, but not because of what we do, but because of who we are, and because most important, because of who he is. He loves us. And so how about we give him that same love, that same respect, and more, that same worship, that give us that give him that's worship that worship that's due to him. And so what we're gonna do, we're gonna go to the phone and I have a matter of fact, we're gonna have her to come on here. We have a pastor from Dallas right now on the phone line. We wanna just allow her just an opportunity to just share what's on her heart this time. Hello, welcome to Reconnect My Heart Podcast. You're on the air. Hello? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Good, good, good. Thank you for calling. Um, had a couple of setbacks, but I thank God that you are here. And we would, love to, we would love to have you just to share what's on your heart at this time. Praise God. I've, I've, I've listened to you about... Um, all Christmas and and uh, I guess you could say uh, all of us have been in the worldly part of Christmas, especially if you're a senior. I'm a senior now, and I don't I don't regret saying that. I thank God to be as old as I am and to have as much wisdom as I have. And that wisdom came from God. It didn't come from Deborah Alexander. It didn't come <laughs> from me. I had to learn wisdom over the years. So when you say getting in debt for Christmas. I've been there, done that. Uh, buying things uh, to please people or uh, think they're going to be happy. And sometimes you're disappointed because they didn't like it or they didn't let their kid wear it. Or mm-hmm. I bought things for grandbabies and the mother, I guess she didn't think it was cool enough or up to date enough or whatever. So I'm not at that stage anymore as far as gifts is concerned. I want to give myself as mm-hmm. a gift to God to use me in these last days. I mean the last days of my life in my senior years more than I was used in the beginning because I know time is is not long. We're living in the last days. We see all the repercussions of things happening in the world to let us know, you know, time is not long. So I'm asking God to grant me the help and the strength that I need to to perform these services in this new ministry that I have. I'm really excited about it. I'm, you say, are you going to be excited about Christmas with your family? Yeah. We'll mm-hmm. be over to my oldest son's house, all the family. As a matter of fact, I'm just thankful to have my daughter back out of incarceration, saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. 
playing up a storm at my church, singing gospel songs like she used to. Any mothers and fathers out there that have had children that uh, were once once in church and they go astray with drugs, alcohol, or whatever, been there, done that, coming out, but it took prayer. It took fasting. Mm -hmm. It took me talking to my daughter and saying, baby, you got to pray. Don't be down there going crazy and talking about you won't take your life or, or you can't make it. You can make it. Because we put it in you, but you went astray. You went out there in the world and made those mistakes. But we love you anyway, because I know God is going to bring you out, and he did bring her out. But what I what I want to get back to is the joy that I have for having a spirit of spiritual striving now. You know, this world could pass away, but there's nothing like Jesus being saved, sanctified, and filled with the precious Holy Ghost, Following the commandments of God But I'm not just following them now I've learned through the years that My expectations of church uh, Will be a whole lot of people coming in People getting saved People getting delivered People this, people that Sometimes now we we are experiencing a, A great falling away of people coming They're out there but it's like you got to present a new gimmick. You got to have a giveaway on your parking lot, or you got mm. to have a raffle, or you got to do this to get them in. Okay, all of that's fine and good. If you get some souls in there to be saved too while you're doing that, I guess it's fine too. We have to be intuitive about how to get people in the church nowadays. Shouldn't be. But there's so much talent. There's so many born again Christians that are sold out for the Lord. In these small churches And and when I say talent I mean real talent So I invite everybody To come back to the neighborhood churches You don't know what you're missing You don't have to go Way over to some big edifice Where there are thousands of people Hundreds of people And, 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 and you're not even recognized Or you can't get to the pastor And shake his hand Go to a little place Go to some of the neighborhood churches. I tell you, they are up to snuff on everything. They're up to date. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care if that church has an aquarium or has a snack bar or a barbershop or ATM or whatever. It's not in that. It's in the relationship that you can have with the people that's in Christ. Because if you go to a fellowship in a church, in unity there is strength. If you, you can get prayed for. (laughs) You can get somebody to call you and talk with you. You can get somebody to be a prayer partner. You you can just really get in there and work, ground floor up. Now I want to talk about why I'm so happy. I'm happy because of a new ministry that God has given me called Healing Nuggets. Now you say, what is Healing Nuggets? Well, we know that Jesus hung, bled, and died on Calvary. For our sins Uh, He was crucified And he rose again on the third day And went on back to be with his father But he left us a precious comforter Called the Holy Ghost And you can find that in the 14th chapter of St. John Now I asked a question in the service once Why did Jesus come? Jesus loved us so much That he gave his life Father God wanted him to give his life 
And we know that from three, uh, St. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So healing nuggets is accentuating the four reasons why Jesus gave his life. Salvation for number one. Healing for number two. Deliverance for number three. And for number four, peace. Those are four things that the world is hurting for. They're either not saved, they either got some physical or mental ailments going on in their body where they need a healing, or they got some mind issues that are developed from needing a healing, and therefore they need a deliverance. And the last but not least thing is peace. People need peace. There is no peace out there doing what you want to do. The only peace I've found is in Jesus. So when I come forth with the scripture from St. Luke or any of those gospels or anywhere in the Bible where I'm talking about a particular problem that people had, say, for example, Nehemiah. Nehemiah had a problem when he found out from his friends that Judas (laughs) Judah's dwellings had been uh, torn down. The the walls had been torn down and the gates had been burned. He had a burning desire to go to his homeland. He was the cupbearer for the king. So he started fasting and praying that, you know, that the king would give him permission to go, you know, leave his job and go and grant him the things that he needed to go back and try to build Judah. But through all of the torment that he got there in Judah from Sanbad, Ballad, and Tobias, and some of the other enemies that didn't want to see Judah restored, my God, he became depressed. He needed a deliverance. But my God came to his rescue through, through the healing process of leaning on the Lord, through fasting and through praying. So in that message, I would talk about how Brother Nehemiah was delivered through fasting and praying and how they finally resurrected the wall and he had a people with a mind to work. I'm not going to preach to you, but I do want to tell you so many faucets of what Jesus can do yesterday, what he's doing today, and what he'll do forevermore. Also, I'm glad that I'll be going into the nursing homes. I'm glad that I'll have a 1-800 number where people can call me, hurting people, say they want to be saved or maybe the person is already saved but they got some things going on in their body where they need healing I would administer prayer of faith and I would also set up a consultation where they would come to me I would, or I would go to them and I would give them communion you say why communion because it says in Corinthians as often as you partake of this blood you drink this blood, this grape juice, and you eat this bread of his body, it is for the salvation of your soul, the remission of your sins, and it's healing. And what people don't know is you don't have to wait till the first Sunday to do it. You can do it every morning in your own household when you get up for prayer. You can do it. You can stand proxy for another person and pray for them through the communion. Maybe your daughter 
is incarcerated or your son is out there strung out on drugs, you don't know where in the world he is. Because there was a time I didn't know where in the world my child, my daughter was. I don't want to take up all the time, brother, but I think you got the essence of why I'm so happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and I'm thinking, I, I do want to say this also, even what you were mentioning earlier about, you know, um, people coming back to the local churches, what people don't yes, realize Lord. is, what people don't realize is, whatever you see, if someone is visiting or somebody's looking for a church home, mm-hmm. and they see the local church, and they see that, well, they don't have what I need, and you know what you need, then that's an opportunity for you to exercise the gift that you have for you to be right. able to help that local church to grow to mm-hmm. become just like the other churches. That is grow. it. What I, what I found out, I, I'll share with people, we often uh, have said this in Sunday school back in the day, you need Sunday mm-hmm. school, and if you feel that you know more than Sunday school, then Sunday school needs you. So, there it is. So if if you see that there's an opportunity for you to exercise your gift and you see that there's a need for your gift, then mm-hmm. implement it. And by all means, like you mentioned earlier, we're not get not involved. Bigger church mm-hmm. or anything like that. that we, we thank God for it. And you know what? Look at it like this. What I tell people, we're not even telling you to not go visit a church that will feed on some place that that you can be able to get some nuggets from them and implement mm-hmm. it in your own church. Praise the Lord. You know, so this this is all for the upbuilding of God's kingdom. You know That's what it's about. Um you know if if you if the smaller church is available on two on a let's say Wednesday nights, but the bigger church has a service on Monday night Go, mm-hmm. go, mm-hmm. and see if you can even speak to the leader that can be able to incorporate some things. So that right, way, right, it could be it not only could be incorporated, but everybody be fed. Because what if? And there are some people. There are some people. They don't like big church, not because of the teaching or the people, mm-hmm. but sometimes mm-hmm. their personality. They're not. They're not really into big crowds. They like intimate. They like intimate. That's just their, if you want to say their taste buds. Uh That's them. And there's nothing wrong with what a person prefers. It's just like some people like McDonald's, some people like Burger Mm -hmm. King. It's all Mm -hmm. what pertains to the taste buds of that person. So it's all for the upbuilding of God's kingdom. But yes, it is. We, but, but we don't want anybody to hide behind the crowd and sit on gifts that God has invested into you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we we definitely, definitely thank God for you. And, you know, I, I really appreciate, the, you know, I've known you for all my life. And for those who may be uh, unfamiliar on uh, Reconnecting My Heart, um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, you have uh, called in the past and you have a great testimony. We're going to have you on the air of even if you will be able to uh, share your testimony of of so many things that God has kept you and brought you forth. And, and, uh, and, I, and I really pray that, um, and I'll let 
the listeners know in advance so that way they can listen in and they can even be able to ask questions and, um, you know, just let people know, never think that you can't get out of a situation. You can't be rescued from a mm-hmm. situation. I have someone on the other end that's a living witness, so I just wanted to share that, and I really thank God for you. Are you there? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You mentioned get out of a situation. The mm-hmm. communion could be used for that. That's a deliverance. Mm-hmm. That's a deliverance. Praying that God would deliver you. You could use mm-hmm. the communion for that. People just don't realize how great a daily communion is and a daily walk with God and, you know, just praying to him or fasting. Yes. Yes, very necessary. Well, well, I thank God for you, and you can um, listen. As a matter of fact, what we're going to do, we actually, I was getting ready to leave the prayer. What we'll do, if you don't mind, uh, just in case those who may be listening that really not sure about, let's say, giving up or uh, giving up the things that might have been uh, entrapping them, or, or even there might be some who may feel like, you know what, um, there is nothing else that life has to offer for me. Uh, those mm-hmm. who may feel like, you know what, that like I said earlier, they're not living; they're just existing. Um, mm-hmm. Can you share with Can you share with them something about the gift that we are going to be celebrating two days from now? Mm-hmm. We're going to be celebrating, praise the Lord, Christmas, which is the birth. Of Jesus Christ One of the greatest gifts That humanity Meaning the whole wide world All races, denominations, creeds All people can share in But they need to know The real meaning of Christmas Which is Jesus Christ You're missing out If you haven't given your life To Jesus Christ And accepted him as your personal savior He'll make you happy He'll deliver you, but you got to love him back and follow his holy commandments. And I tell you, you just, it's a great life. There's peace in it. There's joy. There's deliverance. There's a salvation in knowing that you're going to make heaven your home instead of going and splitting hell wide open. Yes, there is still a heaven and a hell. Some people I've heard a young man tell me coming out of Family Dollar, I don't believe that there is a hell, but there is. I don't. Be, I don't believe God would put us in a burning hell, but yes, it still exists. But one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself is salvation and 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 meet Jesus Christ and surrender your heart to live for Him and find the work that you can do. Find your niche. Find something in there that makes you happy. I hope I did what you asked me to do. I'm going to cut myself off because I know I can talk too much. No, that's okay. <clears throat> it's okay. What we're going to do, we're going to get ready to um, have a word of prayer. And even in the Bible, tell us where there are two or three gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst. And so what we're going to do, we're going to, uh, myself and uh, Pastor Alexander, we're going to be touching the green for those who may not be saved, those that may be Questioning, what can they do to get saved? Romans ten and nine already told us that thou shalt confess 
the Lord mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, thou Savior, and believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou yes, shalt Lord. be saved. <clears throat> For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And also, like I said, even being able to just expect, expect a better quality of life, or even just looking forward to waking up every morning. You know, mm-hmm. at one point in my life, you know, growing up, different situation may have occurred. <clears throat> I thought that that was all that life had to offer for me. But when I mm-hmm. not just accepted Jesus Christ as my, as my personal Savior, but when I really invested a personal relationship with him, mm-hmm. number one, that helped me to understand more about him and who he is. And then because of learning who he is, they helped me to understand who I am. That helped me to really understand how much I was loved by him in spite of love by people. <clears throat> I didn't have to worry about validation from other people. Me knowing that God loves me, even before I love myself, that really made me understand my value, mm-hmm. my worth. And so Let's for those on. who may be listening, who may feel like, you know what, I mean, just think about it. If you waking up every morning and there's no drive, there's no purpose, mm-hmm. then that's a miserable life. I understand. Yes, I've it is. there. I've been there, but I thank God I'm no longer there. And so that's why I can speak to people who may feel like, you know what, I feel like giving up or I feel like, you know, nobody cares or uh, nothing, nothing's going to go well in my life. So, you know, they, they just, they, like I said, they're living a life with no expectations, nothing, nothing. They just accept what people mm-hmm. give them. And I'm telling you, that's, that's a miserable life, but that's not the life that yes, God has is, for brother. you. Everything yes, that God has made, he made with a purpose. You know, he allowed aluminum to be made for uh, for a steel to be made for human beings to make cars. Mm-hmm. Everything God made has a purpose. God, uh, God planted seeds with the intent for it to grow, to become a harvest. And if God did that, for us to enjoy the harvest, what about us that can manage the harvest? What about us who are planting the seeds? If God gave value to seeds, imagine us that we came from seed. We came from God, and throughout time, even humanity was a seed at one point, and now we are human beings. We we, we are we have dominion over any and everything that God has made. God has pla- God has placed so much value into us. We're the mm-hmm. only thing and the only creatures or creation that he has made that has his spirit. That's something else. Mm-hmm. That's something for us to really think about. So you no longer have to ask yourself or even uh, ask people, can they validate you? The answer is no. God has already validated you. So if God has put a seal of approval on you, no other seal that people could put on you could ever stick the way God can. So just in case those who may have any other things on their heart, on their mind, they want to give to God, this is your opportunity. 
We're going to touch and agree for those who may be hurting, those who may need healing mentally, physically, financially, emotionally, whatever it is, for God to help us in every area of our life. The Heavenly Father, we're coming to you right now. God, we thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. We're coming to you right now, God. We acknowledge your presence on tonight, God. God, we first of all, God, we want to acknowledge you, God, in all of our ways, God. Acknowledge you as Lord and Savior in our life, God. God, we ask you, Lord, to forgive us, God, if there's anything that we said, anything that we thought, anything in our motives, God, that are unlike you, God. God, forgive us, God. And after, God, you have forgiven us, God. We thank you for your forgiveness, God, and we receive your forgiveness, God. We don't take your forgiveness for granted, God. We embrace your forgiveness. God, we ask, Lord, to help us, God, to be the men and be the ladies that you call for us to be, God. God, we ask, Lord, to help us, God, in every aspect of our life, God. Help us, God, to not just speak the life, but most importantly, live the life, God, that you have already predestined for us to have right now in the name of Jesus. Instead, we bind everything you stand for. We bind every problem. We bind every confusion right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we surrender our will. We surrender our ways to you right now, God. God, we ask God to help us, God, in every area of our life right now, God. God, those who may be grieving at this time, God, God, we're speaking, God, that you comfort them right now, God. God, we know that the devil may try to bring some depression, God, even try to bring the thoughts of suicide or giving up right now, God. God, we're speaking, God, that you help them, God, to hold on to you right now, God. Hold on to your word, God, and let them know, God, that you will be the father to the fatherless. You will be a mother to the motherless, God. You will be the friend to those who may feel friendless, God. God, we ask you, Lord, to deliver those, God, who may feel like giving up, who may feel like uh, suicide is the answer, and let them know, God, that's not the answer, God. God, we speaking, God, that you help your people, God, to rely upon you, to trust you, God, even when we can't trace you right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we speaking, God, that you help us, God, to keep you first, God, in our lives, God, and help us, God, to keep the main thing, the main thing, because you are the reason for this season, God. And, God, we ask God to help us, God, in every aspect of our life. Those who may be looking for a job, God, help us, help them, God, to find the employment, God, that will be honorable to you right now, God. And, God, those who may be looking for a church home right now, God, God, lead them to the place, God, that's going to feed them, God, and to help them to develop and exercise their gifts that you have already invested into them right now, God, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, everything you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. I want to thank each and everyone who tuned in. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thank you to everyone who, is, who has tuned in. And if you have any questions, if you want to get in contact with me, feel free to get in contact with me on Facebook on Brother Prater, uh, B-R-O-T-H-E-R, Prater, P as in Paul, R-A, T as in Tom, E-R. Uh, on Facebook, you can read my daily devotions and videos on my page or you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, or you can go to my website at www.brotherprater.org. You will see my daily devotion, my upcoming events, and personal appearances. Also, you can go to the store section of my website where you can purchase my book, A Few Good Men, A Path to Godly Fatherhood. A Few Good Men was written to inform men of the needs and responsibilities to their children, to their families, to their spouse, or even to their children's mother. 
to inform women the needs of men and to give single women the the qualities of a potential future husband and or father to present or future children. I want to thank each and everyone who tuned in to Reconnect My Heart podcast. Also, we want to thank our very own Pastor Alexander chiming in and giving us her words of wisdom. We thank you very much, and thank you for listening to Reconnect My Heart podcast. God bless you, and good night.